Are you ready? I'm ready. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Skim Show. It's Scott and Kim. I'm Scott. And I'm Kim. And we're back here talking on mics and doing the thing. So the last couple shows were on uh, a little portable deal on the porch, and we had a lot of wind. It was still worked out. Yeah. Well, the first, the skim one worked out. The other one, it was a windy day, and it kept catching that. Yeah. So you could hear, it sounded like I was going, (sighs) on the mic, but I wasn't. (laughs) It was. (laughs) It's like that. It was the wind. (laughs) Uh, anyway, you're you're back from a frantic morning. I feel bad. Uh, it was a little bit crazy. I was literally, this is why I'm dressed this way, yeah. on my way out the door to the gym, and Carter called me and said, "Do you want to do you want to take me to work? Or what would it take to talk you into go, take me to work?" And I said, "Every day." And she goes, "No, just today." <laughs> yeah, she got stuck today. She got stuck. So, long story short, she missed her first train, got on the second one. The first train ended up hitting a car on the way to work. On her Carter's way to work. When we say train, this is the uh, Utah track system, which is like a public transit system that goes across the valley. What's it like? It's not. I don't know what it's it's like. We do have a train too, but we uh, it's. I don't. It's weird, right? It's light rail. It's light rail. I don't know. It's It's a light rail. The monorail. (laughs) I can't get the thing off my pudding can. Yeah. Something something. Use my knife, my good man. Remember that? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that and whole the Simpsons thing. Simpsons got the monorail. Yeah. Um. So she got stuck at a train station with in a queue of about 150 to 200 people That's waiting a people. for a um, bus bridge, they call it. So the bus to take you to the next station, which then you can get back on the train and go to work. Yeah. Which was going to be a couple of hours at least. So I picked her up and took her to breakfast and then took her to work. And everything went fine. And everything went fine. But and you I made it here with two minutes with to spare. Two minutes to spare, and yeah. washed my car after that. That's bananas. Yeah, I'm pretty impressed. Uh, but so when I got the show all going, I had it all going. There was supposed to be some music at the top. It didn't do it. I don't know why. Um, yeah, you had time to call me to say, "Are you? Did you forget?" I'm like, "No, well, I'll be there on time." <laughs> I went upstairs and I'm like, "The car's not here. She's not here." That's weird. That's yes. weird. So what happened? Oh, okay. And I was afraid I was going to cancel, but no, you're here. Yeah, everything's we're good. good. And we're coming off of a, a kind of crazy weekend. We we hosted a family reunion. Did a lot of it here at the house and the surrounding area. Went to the pool here with what? Twenty until summer. Eighteen extra people. Yeah, we had eighteen. Well, I think no, it was closer to thirty. Well, yeah, extra people. I'm trying to think how many pa- people I had to buy guest passes for. Oh right. <laughs> but some of them didn't swim. Ground yeah, a lot of people didn't John swim. Didn't swim. It's the end of summer, so so there was a lot of other stuff going around the community that we'd forgotten about, like all those fireworks and the concert. Oh my gosh, they're closing out the concert series next week with Tiffany. Yeah, that's what I read. Tiffany. I think we're alone now. We'll see if it's... Doesn't seem to be... Maybe it's spelled a little differently and it's not really her. I don't know. (laughs) Somebody else named Tiffany. (laughs) Well, they do a lot of cover bands. Oh yeah, that's true. It could be a Tiffany cover art artist. But it didn't say, usually it'll say this name and, you know, the cover band. And so, or a, this, you know, cover. So I don't know. They do Beatles uh, cover bands where they come and they sound, look, and yes. they basically look like Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts yes. Band. Band, band. Great. <laughs> band all dressed up like a bunch of that. And then they sound just like the Beatles. But from the same era, we did get the actual Jets playing oh, yeah, the summer here. The Jets. The, the Jets, Jets play. Uh, everyone remember I got the a crush on you. Yeah, that one. I don't know how it goes. <laughs> and then there, uh, we did also I get. I keep singing though. <laughs> we also got Berlin. <laughs> Berlin was there. Remember that? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Berlin. It's a, it's kind of a small community theory thing. I'm surprised we get like, anybody. So the fact that we, we get even get washed great, up bands pretty is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. And the cover bands are always good. The yeah. Beach Boys guys, pff, they were they awesome. They every year. Yeah. yeah. They come every year, don't mm-hmm. they? Or all the years we've been here. So anyway, point is, what's the point? Did I have a point? We that that was on Saturday night. Oh yeah, that all After went great. All of the family reunion stuff. Now we I went. went I went to great lengths on TMS today to tell the story about John and the uterus thing. Did, were you there for that? No. Oh, you missed that. Oh, I must have. Oh, I'll tell you the story then. Okay. Oh, you were right next to me, weren't you? I, I don't remember a uterus anything. Well, we were all just getting set up, and Taylor was getting everybody in position for photos. No, I wasn't standing next to you. I was. I w- had the baby, and I was keeping him happy until oh, the photo right. session. You were started. on baby duty. Yeah. So anyway, the way it went down, I'll just tell you real quick. And may, some people may this. may not listen to TMS and hear this. I don't know, but uh, John and Mom were down in front of me, and I said to Mom because it occurred to me, "Wow, look at this big family here. This is a huge photo." Yeah, we had like it was like thirty people in the photo. No, it was big, and I said to her, "Mom, is it weird to think that most of these people standing here don't exist without?" All spawning from your uterus. Oh, honey. It's just a thing to say. <laughs> to your mother? To my I mother. <laughs> and she laughs. She's, you know, she laughs at my dumb She knows jokes. you. But John goes, she has her, or no, no, I, I made this comment. I says, I said, now you don't have that uterus anymore. We don't have proof or whatever. Because she had a hysterectomy yeah, years and years ago. Yeah. And I knew that. This is already getting to be a weird conversation with totally your mom. It was totally weird. Anyway. And anyway, other people are there. Mark's laughing. Everyone's there. And John goes, she has her uterus still. I said, I don't think that's no. true, John. And mom goes, I don't have my uterus. I had my, she was trying to explain, you know, and he goes, whatever. You guys are insane. Of course she has her uterus. Her uterus is still there. She has a uterus. She kept saying it over and over. And I was like, I don't think he knows what a uterus is. No, because I know she's 81 now and does not have a uterus. Well, then you'll be thrilled to know that my response was, <laughs> John, I think you think a vagina is a uterus. <laughs> You missed all that. I did miss oh, all of that. Bummer. That's a bummer. I was having a lot of fun with the baby. I kept setting him down on the grass. Oops. Yep. And every time I would set him down on the grass, he would kind of play with it for a minute and then he'd go, ooh. And he'd get like this shiver from it because yeah. it was such a weird feeling. Grass for is him. weird for kids. Yeah. They don't know what fun. to expect. He didn't cry. It just, he was just like, ooh. I remember as a kid, you knew, you knew you played really hard and had a good afternoon in the sun and stuff with your friends. If you rolled around a bunch in the grass and then when you came home, you you itched from the grass and you smell like wet dog. Yeah, that's when you that. knew you were being yeah. a kid. Yeah, and that kid that life was, was good, good. Good summer. Yeah, it was a solid <laughs> summer. I haven't felt that way in a long time. But anyway, it was a great time. Everybody was around. I also yeah. I also told the story where you ding 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 on the glass at dinner and <laughs> proceeded to talk about how terrible we were to be raised by my mom and how it, he was thankful that we were so rotten yeah. to her. I think they actually think that. It's not true though. No. No. You think that's what they have in their heads? They got Ooh. this little narrative, John and Mom. Probably. Oh, Scott, you were so hard. That's, that's weird. <laughs> that's so weird. It's fine. It's it's not something we'll ever do. I know. And they're in their 80s. And what do you expect? we're never going to say to our children, you were so terrible. I'm so glad you're so good now. Like, we'll never do that. They, yeah. were, they were great. They were great. And the older you get, the more you'd say dumb stuff yeah. like that. So that's fine. It's uh, fine. It was it was a lot of fun. We went. Yeah. We had lunch here. I cooked for everyone, and then Kim made tacos. I did a taco bar, so and it was really um, it had really good. Do we have any more of that? Are Taylor we made her salsa. Are we out of we that? Still have some. Okay. Taylor made her homemade salsa for it, and it was so good. And then we all went to dinner at a really nice restaurant. Just the thirty and up. Thirties and up. We keep yeah. saying the kids, but more than half of them are over eighteen. It was the first generation so, of 
Siblings. My mother's kids and their spouses. And their spouses. Yeah. yeah. And Wendy didn't have her husband here because he had to be home for work stuff. So but it now, was just her at the corner of the one, table. One, two, three, four of you. Yeah. All of your kids are over 18. Yeah, that's weird. I don't like four thinking about that. Five. Yeah. Weird. Although, success. So we, kept saying, <laughs> we kept saying, the adults are going to go. And I'm like, well, they're all adults. So Our kids are adults. Kind of My sister stuff. Misha's kids are adults. Matt's kids are adults. Matt's kids are adults Mark's now. Mark's kids are all adults. Mark's kids are all adults. So the only person is Wendy, really, with anybody under 18. And they're all yeah. under 18. She yeah. has 17s her oldest. Oh, poor Brian this morning. Because you know how you know how um, Allie, uh, her daughter, won't look at cameras and she won't yeah, look at people unless like she to. really mm-hmm. likes them. If it's like Lexi or some cousin that she loves, she'll look her in the eye. But most people she won't. And Brian didn't know that it's because she's on the spectrum pretty hard. Mm-hmm. And it's a, you know, it's just a thing she's Allie does. Things. She's the yeah. sweetest girl in the world, but she's, you know, she's got some quirks. And um, I guess we don't talk about it on the show, so nobody really heard it. So Brian's like, who's that girl in the front? Does she not know where the camera is? And he's oh. saying all this stuff. I'm like, oh, <laughs> Brian, Allie. it's okay. She's She's got the thing. She's got stuff. It's all, it's fine. It's good. She's got the thing. She's great. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Wendy's going to be calling you it. later going, no, Wendy what the knows. hell, <laughs> Wendy knows. I know she knows. Um. Anyway. She knows you. Someone just asked if they're taking calls. I mean, we can, I guess. Do we want to take calls? I mean, that sounded really nice. We can, I guess. I mean, I usually mean, I you, you guys know. are usually too chicken to call in, but. Well, let's let people call in. Okay, well, I'm setting up the phone. Hold on. Uh, 801-471-0462 if you're interested. Please no trolley buttholes. Sometimes I get those. Where they just call and drop Then we hang words. up on you. Yeah, I guess you just hung up on. Or you'll get hung up on. Anyway, uh, you can call now if you want. 801 <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so like, what? What did he say? <coughs> 0462. Uh, uh, what was I going to tell you? Oh, you know what? I do have an email I'd like to read from Kevin Choik. Is that how you'd say that? Chioc? Is it Chioc? Or? Chioc? C-H-I-O-K. Oh, I would be. Oi. Right. Okay, I screwed that up. Chioc. His subject is Pinterest cool is name. awesome. We're back to the whole Pinterest is great thing and Scott's Pinterest wrong. Pinterest is great and Scott is wrong. <laughs> Lady internet. <laughs> Anyway, it says this. You can find really cool stuff for everything, even cosplay. Our own punished props is on there, meaning Builder Ant. Mm-hmm. Just because you don't think anything physically, sorry, you don't think anything physically, that doesn't mean it's the lady internet. Anything physically. Just because you don't think anything physically? I think that's I words think that's autocorrected. Some, yeah, something autocorrected. Anyway. Shame, Scott. Anyway, it Just says, kidding. shame, Scott. JK, P.S. Love the Skim Show. Well, thank you very much, Kevin. <laughs> Thanks for telling him. Yeah. I don't know what your your typo there was. A, uh, it was a weird thing, but uh, we'll take it. Uh, also got one. From, here's one for you. What was the last thing you fought about? Chandra. That's who sent that in. Chandra or Chandra? Chandra? Chandra. Last thing we fought about was how to say Chandra. <laughs> No, you just witnessed it. The I, last fight I, we ever had. I know our last fight. You want to <laughs> know? Was it? it was. I don't remember. Um, is my fault. I. Oh, wow. Oh yeah, it's okay. totally me. Um, I no. was really grumpy the other day, and I couldn't find the underwear drawer that you had done. I not. had moved drawers around. In We'd our moved house. underwear around. Yes. And I said to Kim, "Do you ever do that? Do you ever get in that mood of you're like, you know what, this isn't working? Yeah. And you're doing laundry, and you realize this isn't working, so I'm going to move some things around. Well, I didn't tell you where I put things." <laughs> Right, she doesn't Which ever tell me. Which means it was my fault, really. Well, yeah, but not my. <laughs> but the reason we fought wasn't because you did that. All I needed to say was, well, and I did. I poked my head out of the thing. I'd just taken a shower. Hey, Kim, where's the, where's that underwear we talked about? And you said, <laughs> oh, it's in a basket by the window. Because so, I was still moving things around at the time. And I was super grumpy already, and I don't know why I was grumpy. I don't remember. 
I think I didn't sleep. Oh, you know what's that night I had that weird that weird wake yeah. up thing. Anyway, I just wasn't feeling great. I was tired. And I said, Oh, okay. And then I go look over by the window. There's no bag anywhere by this window. What she meant was that direction is whoops, the direction of the window was where I needed to go. And that that's where I'd find it. Is in that direction. Yeah. To the left of the window. It was just much more before the but window it was more than I like thought. I was trying to do a million other things, and he's like, "Well, it's not there." Right. So <laughs> I walked in there, and you came in to say, "There it is," and then I just got all snippy about it, and it was rude. I wasn't nice, and you were already doing things for everybody, making people breakfast. It was the morning of the reunion. We're in the morning and of the reunion. Fine. She was running off to the store to buy ice and do all this extra stuff, and I'm being just a piss pot. <laughs> so the first thing I did after she left was I sent her a text and told her I was sorry. It was very nice. So that's what you're supposed to do. That's the lesson. We have somebody on the line. Hi, who's this? Hey, how's it going? This is Paul from oh, well, Minneapolis. Oh, hey, from Minneapolis. Very nice. Paul? Hey, can uh, you hear him okay? Yeah, On the I speakers? Can. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Hey. There uh, is kind of an echo on my side. Oh, that's oh, weird. Nope, just kidding. It, it went away. We're oh, good. <laughs> good. Well, that was a good joke. Hey, uh, uh, so tell us what's up. What's on your mind? What's your question? Well, shoot. I guess. I don't know. Um, I was wondering, I don't know. How do you guys deal with, like, stress? and stuff like that. I just feel like there's like a, it's like so much stuff on the outside of my like professional life that I'm, you know, having to deal with while also like being a full-time student and all the time I find myself, you know, being distracted by all those things like family issues and, mm-hmm. you know, like stresses and stuff like that, you know, um, this is a great question to grown adults, how they <laughs> deal with it, you know? Well, all right, here's, so here's the short and long. Okay. I'm not great at it, actually. People think I am. I'm not. I'm a very emotional and emotional guy, or emotions on my sleeve kind of guy. So if something's going wrong, or Kim says, we got to get new chairs, I immediately go, we're going to go broke. (laughs) How are we going to afford these chairs? I I think he's talking more about like existential dread, like you talk about. Right. Where... You, you know, he like you said, he's a student. He's got all this stuff outside of work. Then he has work on top of that. But you're trying to like and put it all student. together and yeah. be a you know normal civilized person on the outside that looks like you got it all going on. I guess I'm going to have a bad answer because this is a common thing. Everybody yeah. has their versions of this, mm-hmm. and I would love to be able to say, "Oh, I've got it all figured out now. Here's my advice." But here's the problem: on that the night I was talking about, I'll just be honest about this. I woke up at four o'clock in the morning with a panic attack. Mm-hmm. And the panic attack was stupid. Here's what it was. I had heartburn because I ate Chinese food the night before. Yep. Always gets me. All right. So we I know this already. We know this about <laughs> me. I wake up at four o'clock in the morning and my chest is, it hurts. And here's what happens. I immediately go, my dad's chest hurt. That's how, why he got up that time into, in the year 2000 and then wandered around a little bit. And then it had a heart attack and died. Uh Oh, and you know what my number one thought was? If this is the time, and because my brain's just being all freaking yeah, out. it's four in the morning. If it's four in the morning. And my brain goes, oh, well, if this is the time, I need to see Van at least one more time. That's, that's my, what went through that's my head. That's what went through my head. I mean, all you're right. sitting right next to me, so I knew you'd see me. So I tap Kim on the butt, and she wakes up and knows what's going <laughs> on. She's immediately very comforting, and she's seen me do this before. I just have a tendency toward it sometimes. It's been like nine months or a year yeah. since I've had anything like that before. So I know what they are. My, 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 my common brain or my... Um, Conscious brain, probably. The, the smart, the logical one goes, yeah. oh, you're just, this is, just breathe. You know what you're it fine. is, but you still have those things There's this other side of me head. that goes, that's like screaming at me like yeah. a monkey on fire. 
And so my one thought was, I need to hold the kid. That's because good, you know what it That's was. Good. That's the important. Because my dad didn't get to know Nick at all. Yeah. Because Nick died a, a little more than a month. Um, or Nick. Nick. Was born. <laughs> Sorry, Nick was born a month before. <laughs> a dad. month before my dad died, and so it's, you know, like I wish I could say to Paul here, like, hey man, here's the easy trick. I actually think there is an answer, but it's not the one everybody wants to hear. So, Paulie, are you ready for this? Are you ready for my weird answer? I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for the cold, hard truth. All right. Yeah. Here, here's the cold, hard truth that I, I, at least I believe at this stage, I'm no expert. Um, my sister might actually agree with this, though, and she is an expert. So, so here's, here's what I would say. This stuff and that stress is actually part of the journey and that it's okay, that it actually will improve the outcome of your journey. I keep whacking the mic. Um, for example, if it's like everyone always says, if you fail, it's okay because failure leads to greater success because you learn from that and you move on to the next thing that there is no utopian moment of, I have solved it all. And now I'm completely content and, and there's no stress left and there's none left at all. I don't think we ever actually get there because this is not what human beings do. So instead what you do is you try to minimize it, you breathe, you do lots of cool breathing exercises, get exercise, try not to, you know, do crappy habits. And when you do, don't be too hard on yourself. Just try to do better the next day. That sort of stuff's all good. There's nothing wrong with any mm-hmm. of that. I'm not saying I'm not being nihilist saying, ah, just give up. It's all crappy, so live with it. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like when things seem like they're rough, try to look past them and see that there's more beyond it and that that it's okay to be going through mm-hmm. that and that you'll probably, and you, and sometimes you don't find this out till later, but you're going to be better for it. Yeah. Like as much as I hate that I am prone genetically or whatever to these, these panic attacks it used to be a lot more frequent. Now they hardly mm-hmm. happen, but when they do, I'm still in a weird way, grateful for them because it's just who it's I am. Changed. Well, See, my advice was a little different in this. Well, and that's what I'm waiting for because I want you to say because I my perspective is going to be totally different than yours. So, what would you say? I would say you you have to let go of those things that give you the most stress that you cannot change. You have to let go of those things. Like for me, it's the news. The news makes me crazy, and every time I read it or hear it or watch it, my kids are like, "Oh, mom, you have to quit watching the news because I just get really worked up about it." There's absolutely nothing I can do. You mean you didn't want to know? know I need to know the things that are going on that make can, a difference. That and you I can, can impact help, right now. But that I need to know about. Right. No, There's no huge things going on that I don't know about. I just think you need to let go of the things that aren't important to you. Okay, but this is how that, you do that. that. To get, this is how you do that. I don't mean this is how everyone should. I'm saying you in particular. Yeah. Last night, she thought she had forgotten to renew the Frog Pants LLC business license. Yeah, I found a little a tiny postcard they send you in the mail. Yeah, and she went, oh my gosh, we postcard. haven't done this. We're going to have to repay, go through all the paperwork uh, again. Like she was stressing out about it. You stressed all night about that, and that kept you up. Why? Because there was nothing you could do right, right. then. So what so your method is, yeah. is you try to take care of stuff the minute you can. Yes, I, that that is true. And if it's out of your control where you can't take care of it overnight, you stress pretty bad. Yeah. But by the next morning, it was the first deal. thing you did today. <laughs> I know, it was the first, the first thing, thing she I did. did. I call them as soon as they're open, and they're like, ma'am, that was already taken care of on the 19th of, last, of July. And I'm like, okay, fine. Yeah. Now, but I... That's, I try to get ahead of things. Right. You're good at that. I'm terrible at it because I think about all the stuff 
that could happen. Right. So I compartmentalize things. I, things I don't. And you can't. I'm terrible <laughs> at compartmentalizer. While you're over there avoiding the news, I'm hearing that the president of the United States decided he wanted to or has talked about nuking hurricanes uh, oh before they get to the shore. <laughs> All right. So I'm See, hearing things like that. Know, I didn't you didn't need, need to know, know that. that. No. I don't I need to know that, that either. But yet somehow <laughs> I know it. Is any of this helpful, Paul, or do you feel like we've just sent you down a weird hole? <laughs> No, it's it's very helpful. I mean, it is a lot of the stuff that is completely out of my control, you know, like it's it's more like heavy like family stuff, like my mom's diagnosed with breast cancer and mm-hmm. I can't get that off my mind and you know, just other stuff, you know, like school is its own thing, but it's just a lot of like family stuff, you know, and then with my roommate who just recently moved out and I mean it does help a lot to just think you know, there's things that are in your control, things that are out of your control. And if it's completely out of your control, then, you know, try not to worry about it. because There's nothing that I can do. Yeah, well, that's a that's a good point. But also, this is... This I'm is sorry the, to hear you about your mom, first oh, of know, all. That, that sucks. sucks. That and, does suck. And it, there isn't anything you can do, but you can do the things that sons are there for. Which yeah, is, you can help her. You talk to her every day. And how are you doing? And, and, yeah, show her all the love and everything. And that was going to be what I was going to lead into, which is during stuff like that or any of these kinds of problems, conflicts, uh, whatever, obstacles. They're refining you and make you making you a mature, more mature, awesome dude. And these things will reflect on your character. But it's important during all of that to be close to those who actually really care about you. Mm-hmm. Somebody used to tell me 10% of the people in the world. I talk with my hands. I know you do. You're slapping the keyboard, though. Stop it. 10% of the people you meet in this world you're, are going to hate your guts no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. And 10% of the people you ever meet are going to love you no matter what you do. It's the other 80 that just don't care. Just don't care. <laughs> you and have to be in that 80% for the people that aren't in your two ten percent <laughs> Yeah, so you gotta get you got to get to find to a place where you're okay with that. And then surround yourself with the people that truly care about you, that you truly care about, and they'll act as a buffer for all of this. Like, all of this is easier than it would mm-hmm. be. Like, when my dad died, I would have been a mess if I wasn't married to Kim. When... Um, well, you, I rely on you more than you do me, but you know something. <laughs> That's not true. But you know what I mean. Like when you, like when you had Kim had miscarriages between our kids, mm-hmm. that would have been a lot harder if you didn't have a support system. Exactly. So it's the same thing. So I would, I would seek those kinds of supports in your life that you either already have or that you want to cultivate. That will make all of it better, easier, and more of a shared experience. And you also have someone to talk to about it all the time. So that's that's pretty mm-hmm. key. But uh, best of luck, man. And our best to your mom. I'm so sorry to hear about her diagnosis. That sucks. No, thank you very much. I, I appreciate it. You bet. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for the call. Yeah, thanks. It was awesome. So, all right. Got another email. Oh, no, we ever answered. No, we did. That's the yeah, last we thing did. we fought about, and it was yeah. stupid. It wasn't really a fight. It was just me being a dick. <laughs> we don't really fight. We don't really fight. We have arguments. Everyone does, but we don't fight. Not really fight. There's I don't know never what been f- anything thrown. No. There's never been there's, there's a benef- slam the door and walk out the door kind of thing. And there's a benefit to that because when the kids would hear me get mad or kind of angry, mm-hmm. it really meant something because I never they never see it. <laughs> so they would hear it and go, like, oh, it's so crap. scary and everything. <laughs> but that's because they never see me really go off. Because I don't go off, right? Yeah. So when I did a little, to normal people, they'd hear and go, oh, he just sounds irritated. My kids are like, Dad's scary right now. (laughs) He's scary. Um, All right, here's one from Barney B. Hi, Scott and Kim. Do you guys have a take on all this Popeye's chicken sandwich craziness? Does Kim like something better? I trust her opinion. 
In Cleveland with no chicken, Barney B. <laughs> In Cleveland with no chicken. So Kim went and got me of, one. Are they out of it there? Is that why? I, I don't know. Oh. Uh, but they have been out of them because they, were, they, they yeah. went on that spurt there. But I had one the other day. Kim got me one, brought it home. The spicy chicken sandwich at Popeye's. It's so good. And we've had the spicy chicken sandwich at Chick-fil-A. You've it's, had it. And it's okay. And it's all right. You liked it. The Wendy's one is fine. I'm not a spicy chicken person. I'm sorry. I'm not either, opinion, but that but is an amazing sandwich. I, I was dying. I it was so good. I am going to try it. They have an original. Get it t- can we get it today? Yeah. They have an original, oh. so I'm going to try the original, Barney, and I'll let you know. Okay. We're going to get it but today I if they're not out. tried it yet. Because they've been out of them. People have been lining up to get that damn chicken. I, reg- I like regular Popeye's chicken, though. Just the, cri- the crispy. Yeah. Not spicy, not anything on it extra. I don't I like, like the oily one. I like the... The oily one. Well, it's hard to explain. They're, they're tenders. Maybe they're all fried, but <laughs> all one's fried. like a crunchy outer. Same thing. Is it the same? Mm-hmm. That's really good. I just like the bone-in because it's a juicier chicken. I don't know when this happened, but at some point in our existence, Popeye's went from the worst place you could go to like the one of the best. If, if we're talking fast food, like I don't yeah, know if there's any close. one of those things you would, didn't go to. I Someone upped their game and And they expanded like crazy because before they, they upped the game, I don't think we had one here. But now we got like 12 yeah. of them. They're all over the place yeah. now. So, they and they're all the out of chicken because the internet lost their minds about this spicy See, freaking. Someone says they stopped by yesterday and they were all out. We're going to have to get to ours soon time is here. At noon. <laughs> we might beat the it's rush. <laughs> we'll see. I have a show after this. Uh, one. Nick tried it also and absolutely loved it. He's not super picky about food, but he likes good fried chicken. He really used to like the Chick fil A. Yeah. But now he tried that and he's like, it's super good. It's, it's, it's amazing. Like straight up amazing really? food. Oh, I, I've never had a better chicken sandwich. And I'm not just saying that. And that is also brought back from there. And oh. look at you. I, I wasn't like fresh right from the thing in the restaurant either. So fresh so right from the thing. Right from the fryer. Uh, hi, you're on the air. Who's this? Uh, this is Greg from Walkman. Well, hello, Greg from Walkman. He's actually from... Uh, uh, back in Massachusetts oh, cool. area, Boston. <laughs> but we call he's the one that sent me the, the yellow Walkman. Oh, my god. Wasn't that gosh. nice of him? That's so and cool. I, I can't I and, can't change my name back now. It's stuck <laughs> it's, it's just stuck there yeah, now. You should Walkman. just you should always be whoever you want to be. But he even sent <laughs> yeah, batteries. No. Who would send that's the nicest oh, thing? He sent batteries. And it worked. Thoughtful. Freaking plays and does everything. No. It's so, those little things. Batteries, that that's like a huge little <laughs> touch that I when someone does that for me, I'm like that. Like blows my mind. Right, it's a nice little touch, <laughs> isn't it? Well, uh, uh, what's going on, man? What's your question today? Well, uh, I think today is probably the last day I can listen live for a while because school starts up tomorrow, oh. and uh, so I wanted to call in and uh, just thank you guys for uh, making my summer uh, real smooth, <laughs> a lot smoother than it could have been. Uh, so uh, I just wanted to thank you, and uh, uh, also I would love to ask him what. Her go-to uh, ingredient, spice, or anything that whether the recipe called for it or anything, what you would throw into uh, something that you would oh, make that, that you always go to. Yeah, do you have like uh, a default spice? I have this really great smoked salt that sometimes I'll throw in, and I'll try a little bit at first and see if it's a recipe that's good with a little bit of smoky flavor. Um, it's not in a lot of recipes, but I find that it's it adds a ton of flavor without. Yeah, adding a ton of salt. Started using it in the jambalaya, and it I was did start using it weirdly good. I, I thought it was going to be good. I put some in taco meat the other day. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Well, and I it like made it a little bit, just kind of a smoky flavor. And I've had a lot of fun doing that. Yeah. Smokies. So that's kind of my go-to without it being in a recipe. Okay. I like so that. So it was like a, a smoke salt? Yeah. And I had, a, it's Dylan's dad that smoked it in his smoker. And so it's really, I have a black salt and a white salt. And it just, it racist. adds a lot of flavor without putting a lot of the salt in there. It's very racist. I think you could probably find a good smoke salt. <laughs> just stop it. <laughs> All right, fair enough. But uh, what what is that other thing you put in there lately? It's like another thing that's growing in the garden. I, I fresh thyme. Fresh thyme. Everybody could use some fresh some thyme. Fresh thyme. Yeah, we're growing. Everybody needs more thyme. Kim's growing thyme in the yard there, and uh, in the yard in the back garden zone. What's the name of any of this? I don't even know. Uh, it's actually a German thyme that I'm German using. thyme. Yeah, so which means it's very strict and uh, rules oriented. <laughs> Um, no, that's, uh, those are both good, uh, suggestions because they're both great. And, uh, smoked salt, weird, weirdly, what kind of flavor of the smoked salt and it is hickory. Hickory is this. Yes. That's I thought we said used. that. I guess you didn't. Hickory <laughs> smoked salt. And I don't know if you have to have it. I mean, it's probably best if someone home makes it, but I'm sure you can buy it. Oh yeah. Right. You could. Where would you You'd go? find it. Uh, what's the name of that spice company? I like, I can't think of it. The Asian spi- Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> the Amazon, Amazon spice company. That's, that's it. the one. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. It's on fire. Careful. Uh, well, this is uh, great. I'm, I'm excited about uh, your getting back to school, but also uh, that was very nice what you said earlier, and we hope yeah. that. Uh, well, I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I work at a school. <laughs> oh, oh, there you go. Cool. Even yeah. better. Even better. You're helping a whole new generation uh, achieve yeah. their goals. That's awesome. Uh, well, thanks, Greg, for Walkman, and uh, have a fantastic uh, year at the school. We'll see you later. <laughs> All right. So, where was I? Oh, right. Here's one. Oh, we did this, the Popeye's chicken yep, sandwich. You don't really did. make one, so it's fine, right? You don't make your own sandwich. No, I no. haven't. I don't usually that. fry chicken. I'm not a big fryer. I try not to do that very much because it's not good for you. It's probably true. Here's a call we got about, oh, this is similar to what he just asked, but but different. So here we go. Hi, this is for the student show. This is Adam Krause from Logan, Utah. The uh, question I have is, what's your favorite way to spice up plain box mac and cheese or craft dinner as they call it in Canada. Um, I like to add like just plain spices, like Italian spices, but or seasoning. And I also like to add hot dogs to it. But what else would you guys do? Thanks. All right. I'm a big fan of hot dogs hot and the dogs mac, and and cheese. mac and cheese. But we should talk about your ramen you made the other day. Which is the same thing you can oh, do to mac and it's cheese. So good. So I I grilled up some or I on the in a sauteed up some uh uh, pork chops, yeah, boneless pork chops. Did really thin slices, fried them up really good in the pan, mm, mm. and then I added kimchi, which I don't know if a lot of people like kimchi. I do. Scott does. I love kimchi. I think our kids do. Um, in in mixed in they do. They mixed don't like to eat it by itself. They don't like Scott will just eat it. Right I'll out just of the eat jar. it, dude. I don't care. I love it. But my sister in law makes a fantastic kimchi. She makes her she own needs kimchi. To bring us some more. She and keeps hint. she keeps cab- cabbage in her <laughs> armpits, and then about a week later, it's ready to so, roll. Uh, I would say go with anything you really like that's different. The other day, I actually made ramen, um, and like I said, it works the same on mac and cheese. I chopped up uh, red bell pepper and sugar snap peas into small pieces, and I fried them up in a pan just in a little bit of oil and salt and pepper, and threw that on top of mac and cheese. For Carter, same time we were having ramen, Mm -hmm. fantastic. Just a little bit of something else in there, crunchy. Yeah. Crunchy is good, and the snap Hopefully peas are perfect for that. your hot dogs aren't crunchy, so that's good for that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love it when you take something basic like that. Like these are, when she's saying the ramen, we're not doing special noodles. These are just no, out just of the freaking crappy home ramen Although packet. I will say, I don't ever 
forget to add, I do hoisin and soy sauce in my water for my ramen packets yeah. before I put the seasoning and all that in there. Really good. It makes the noodles taste like that. Hoisin sauce. Hoisin. It's a weird name. If you add your soy sauce and your hoisin, it's hoisin sauce. We like to call it around here. Triple <laughs> says... Korean uh, says I I have my half Korean kimchi is foul. It is not. <laughs> I think that you either love it or you hate it's it. It's good for it's you. It's kind of like cilantro. I guess so. You love it. I or mean, you it, hate when it. I when I was a kid, and my brother Matt, who's Korean, and would bring it into the house, he'd go to the Oriental market. Mm-hmm. They called it that then. It's not just me. It's Asian market now, but they called it Oriental. It was literally on the title of the store, Oriental Market. Anyway, yeah, you'd go in there. Place. He'd bring home kimchi and dried squid and all this other stuff. And at the time, I was like, everything you eat stinks, Matt. All of it <laughs> smells bad. Well, that's usually because Matt smelled like it, too. He, he did. He carried like it with kimchi. him. He, he sweated. Like, it with he him. was sweating it out of his pores. <laughs> but for whatever reason, the last few years, kimchi all day, man. I could just do it now. Right now, it sounds really good. I yeah. put it on that chicken sandwich if I could. <laughs> that would be <coughs> awesome. What's to stop me? Uh, so that's basically it. That's also uh, a foodie uh, segment sort of in its own self. Is there anything yeah. else you wanted to Bring up about no, food. That's kind of all we've done um, lately. The other thing is I've added to mac and cheese. We've had mac and cheese bar at our house yeah. where you line everything up um, so everybody gets what they want. And I've done chicken, pork chops, uh, even the shredded beef and shredded pork. Those oh, are all right. good on there. And then vegetables, I would say roasted cauliflower and broccoli. Those all sound That good. is really good on mac and cheese. So, you're, yes. you're ringing my bell. You're singing my song. <laughs> Uh, I think that's going to do it for us, everybody. Don't forget, if you like what we do here and you want to go, hey, how do I support this kind of stuff? There's a great place to already do that. <coughs> you can go over to fro- or, uh, sorry, patreon.com slash frogpants and throw your support behind our little show over there. That's kind of the catch-all for all the frog pantry things that are going on that don't have their own specific thing. Maybe we'll do that one day. I don't know. But uh, I want to do a cookbook. There's all kinds of stuff I want to do. There's a lot of things to do. But for now, it's a great way to, to support us. to get organized to do it all. That's right. I'm too busy. But head on <laughs> over to patreon.com slash frogpants today. We appreciate all the support we get over there. Yeah, thanks for listening. Kim, any f- words of wisdom before we go? You can eat rice. Oh, very nice. That's true. Also, don't forget to go to the website, <laughs> frogpants.com slash skim. And you can leave us voicemails at that same number we had for live calls. And by the way, thanks for those. We'll, yeah, we'll always great. have the phone up if people want to call. Uh, 801-471-0462 for your voicemails. And you can be like that last one and ask us any question you want. We would love to hear from you. We would. That's going to do it for us. Thank you all for listening. See ya. Bye. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. How are we going <laughs> to afford these chairs? Rah!